listening to another episode of Courageous Conversations with Cherie. I'm your girl, Cherie Darian. What's up, Savannah? So glad to be back with you today. I want to remind you, you're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul and a viewpoints expressed in the following program are not necessarily those of WRUU, its staff, or its license holder. I got someone on the line, guys, that is so excited. She could not even sleep last night. Miss Janice Harrison, are you on the line with me, darling? Yes, I am. Awesome. I am super excited to learn about you and how you are blowing up the world. That means what impact you are making in this world. And I'm going to, uh, what I affectionately call, roll out the red carpet for you in just a moment. And what I mean by that, that's my way of properly introducing you to my very loyal fan base and listening audience here in Savannah and around the world. But it also gives us an opportunity to learn a, a little bit more about you by reading your bio. How does that sound? That sounds good. Cool beans. So, and I say that a lot now. I don't know why I have these words and these sayings. So cool beans is the thing right now. <laughs> so just flow with me. Okay. Okay. All right. So who is Miss Janice Harrison? Well, I'm glad you asked. Miss Janice L. Harrison is a native of Savannah, GA. She was born in 1955 to Mr. Harry Frazier and Mrs. Rosa Lee Frazier. She is one of eight siblings born to beautiful, God-fearing parents. Janice was educated in the public school system, graduating from Richard Arnold, along with having an extensive career in the medical field at St. Joseph as a PCT, having stayed there for 30 years. You go, girl. <laughs> Janice has also had a passion for ministry, being an ordained minister, and a love, a, excuse me, strong love for crafts and decorations. Guys, I wish you could see this gorgeous tree that she has decorated so beautifully behind her. She has loved decorating and crafts since the age of nine. We're going to unpack that and learn some more. <laughs> Janice had always loved creating things out of various materials to create the best crafts possible. But for the last 20 years, Janice has decided to continue and expand and share her craft gifts with the world by forming and starting her own brand of crafts called Creative Touch by Janice LLC. That just has a beautiful ring to it. Welcome, my love. Welcome on Courageous Conversations with Shree. Thank you. How does that feel when you hear someone read your magnificent bio, Miss Janice? It, it sounds great. Um, it makes me feel like I never did give up on my dream. I've tried so hard to keep it the way I wanted it. It was certain things that I wanted it to be. And I tried so hard to keep it like that. I put it down at one point because of things in life that will make you feel like you can't go on. But 
I kept picking it up. And when the holidays came around, I would make different things and give it out. And my joy was taking different things that I made to the nursing home. Yeah. That was exciting just to see the expression on their face because somebody gave them something that was actually made. Handmade. Yeah. Yeah. There is something very, very sentimental about something, as you just stated, was actually handmade versus store bought. And I think maybe it's the time that someone chooses to devote to do that. I also think it's a piece of their personality that comes with it. It's so much better than something that was just made on a machine. That's true. And it is a joy when you make something and somebody really appreciate it because you see that joy in their face. And it's a true joy that makes you feel what I did. I did it for a reason and God is well pleased with it. Yeah, it's so interesting. I was on a a board call this morning and something occurred. And I, at the end of the day, I summed up the information that was shared with us as if the individual just needed to be affirmed Mm -hmm. and how that individual is no different than you and I. We all want to be seen, heard, and valued. We all crave connection and want to be affirmed, right? That's very important to all of us. That is true. Yeah, that is true. And what I hear you saying so far um, already in this wonderful conversation is you are, first of all, you, Ms. Janice, are one of eight. And to be able to have your God-fearing parents allow you an opportunity to explore your natural talents that at nine years old, you discovered a love for something that you are still doing today after spent a career in healthcare that you have pivoted and now started your own business. And we're going to talk about that, but I find that pretty remarkable. And what I hear from that, Ms. Janice, is dreams still can come true. They really do come true. That's, that's exactly right. And, you know, we should never give up on our dream because this was a dream that happened so long ago. And when I tried to steer away from it, I never could. It always seemed that someone would call or ask for something or ask how to do this. And it always kept me focused on this is my passion. This is what I really want to do in life. And nobody never asked me what you want to do. I had to show them what I wanted to do. You just gave me goose pimples. (laughs) Girl, that I see when you get me fired up, when you started talking, like I'm not asking permission. You said no one asked you what you wanted to do. So you just did it basically. And I'm paraphrasing it, but you just lit me on fire with that. I love that. It is so true. When are we going to take control of our own lives and really just go after what fires us up? That's right. And and you don't have to listen to naysayers because everybody is not for you. A lot of times we have to always be prayerful and ask God for directions and where we're going and what we're going to do because everybody is not for you. Even sometime, even in your family, everybody is not for you. But my family have been the biggest supporter for me 
uh, because they know I love to do this. Yeah, yeah. Christmas is my biggest holiday season. Not only Christmas, but St. Patrick's Day. I'm always, my head is so full of ideas and I have to stop what I'm doing and, and jot things down and say, okay, this is what I'm doing right now. And so Ms. Janice, I don't mean to cut you off. I'm just thinking you are one of eight. How many grandchildren, if you have any grandchildren, do you have? I have, well, I have two. One passed away in 2015, but other than that, those two are my joy and pride because they always saying, Grandma, I need this. Or, Grandma, can you help me with this? And if I had more than that, I don't know. <laughs> because those two really always needing something and want to know how to make something. And I want to sort of like pass down my vision to them, not only them, but maybe my siblings. Because this is something that my grandmother and mother did. They loved it, crafts, and it kind of passed down to me. That's a part of your family heritage. Who taught me how to crochet. It was someone else who taught me how to do it. And she didn't teach me with the pattern. She made me pull it loose and fix it, pull it loose. If it wasn't right, if one stitch was wrong, I had to pull the whole thing loose. But I thank her for that today because I don't go by a pattern. I actually look at it and I can do it. You're and a freestyler. I never copy anything from anybody. I just put it in my way, the way I want it done. So I have been like that for years and years. Um, I can read the pattern, but I don't go by the pattern. I use right. my own pattern. That's pretty remarkable. I, the reason why I pose that particular question to you is because I want you to, we're here to serve. We're here to serve as much as this conversation is about you and your endeavors in life, your journey to getting here and being inspiring, motivating and empowering of our audience. We're here to serve them. And so I always pull them into the discussion or the conversation, the very courageous conversation. And so I want you to speak to that person that's out there. And I want you to put yourself in the mindset, if you can, just go back in reflection to the time when you were a nine-year-old, just getting your feet wet with this craft and love for decorating. And think about, fast forward, your own granddaughter, grandchildren, excuse me, the one that's deceased, obviously, and, or the one that you still have, or just youth today, period. How important it is to recognize, acknowledge, and nourish those aspirations that the children have, whether or not they're ours that's passed along, or it's just that particular child's love and aspiration. Okay. Well, you know, at nine years old, it's a precious age. You're not interested in, you know, stuff like that, I would say, for young people, but you have to find out what young people really like to do. Their, their little minds are so explored. They like to uh, watch everything. Not all of them are into the internet, but you know what? Having the internet does help, but find out what you truly want to do. I never thought that my granddaughter was so interested into makeup, but she is. See, yeah. now has something different to offer in this world because I always love prayer and, you know, Sometimes I get despondent with it because I couldn't 
go and do like I really wanted to do. And I realized that I needed help. So I said, okay, let's, let's go to this one. I'll go to that one to see, can they help me? But you have to really find out what young people love to do. And when you find out what your passion is, hold on to it. Never give it up because as time goes by, so do you. And so do your object in life that you want to do will, will be there for you. And if you truly want to do it and you acknowledge where that gift came from, it will work because everything I do, I thank God for it. And I know he gets the glory out of whatever I do because I feel it in my heart and I know I'm doing the right thing. I have given away so much and I never regret it to this day that I gave away something that somebody really wanted. And many times I couldn't go to a store and purchase what I really wanted, but just sitting down, making a blanket, making socks, making a hat, a scarf, whatever I made, it was appreciated by who I gave it to. So never give up on what you want to do in life because right now life is so hard for us, but in spite of it all, so many things have been birthed out of this pandemic that we're facing right now. And if you really think about it, people are sitting down making masks. That anything that comes to an idea that they can help somebody else, they are doing it. Now, if this didn't happen, that would have never happened for anybody. So young, old, or whatever, coming out where people find out their talent, what they're here for. Talent is supposed to be so much joy. And I've heard so many times we're in this together. Yes, we are. We're in this together in order for us to stay focused on what is going on right now. Do what you love to do, but always remember to acknowledge God and what you're doing. And it'll work out. It will work out. I'm not saying that just because I am a minister, but I'm saying it because I know whatever we do, God has given that gift to us. And it was something that's birthed out of us to keep it going. If we don't want it to keep going, we'll put it down. And a lot of times young people pick up things and they put it down. But if you truly, truly want to do this, it will work out. And I am 65 years old. I'm not ashamed to say how old I am. And I look back over my life and think about the many times that I wanted to do this and I could not do it because of different things happening. But I held on to it. I did not turn it loose. I would go to people for help if I felt like I needed help and they would stir me in the right way. And then there were people that kept saying, you can't do it. But then I found out I can do it. I can do it and I'm going to do it. And there's so much that I want to do and so much that I want to step out and do. I said one time, I wanted to make a difference. I am making that difference. I'm making a difference in so many lives, not only my family lives, but I have sent Reese off as far as Memphis, Tennessee. I have sent Reese off as far as California. And yet I sent a, my business card. That's to let people know what I'm doing. Because if you don't share it, Facebook is a big help. I have so many people that have shared 
And I appreciate everything everybody have done for me, but there's more to come. And I love that, that you take on that type of attitude. There's so much you just share with me or with us. And the one thing that's resonating, I think the most is if anyone has put anything, any dream down to pick it up, that's pick right. it up. Yeah. And I would actually, so kudos to you. First of all, Savannah, we should be celebrating 20, I'm sorry, 20. You heard that? 20. No, 65 years young. I don't know where that 20 came from. She's so gorgeous. 65 years young and starting a brand new business. And I just want to really clarify and unpack. You said you had to put it down and I am injecting and, and assuming, which I do very rarely, that presuming, I should say, that life happened. Maybe a hardship, circumstances and situations, just life happened where you chose to put it down and take care of business, basically. That's true. Am, and, I, am I accurate in that? Yes, yes. And a lot of time we're tested because we're going to see if this really what she wants to do or it's just, just something as a hobby. At first, it did start out as a hobby, but I love the hobby. And it stayed with me all this time. So that let me know that this is my passion. I used to say, what is my passion? I hear people talk about passion, passion. What is my passion? What is it that I want to do? What is it that makes me different from everybody else? Um, everything that I created. I have picked up nothing and made something out of it. And then I realized this is my passion. This is what I love to do because I was on the internet one night and came across score of Savannah that the mayor put out. And people should take advantage of that. Uh, we have, they have mentors to help you, to stir you in the right way. And if I did not have my mentor, Miss Z, who she's commonly known as Miss Ward, to help me stay focused and help me go step by step in the right direction. There's a lot to do when you start a business. And I'm saying, oh my God, can I do this? Yes, you can. And with my mentor, if I ever get a chance to see the mayor, I'll let him know what you put out have really made an impact on Savannah because a lot of people take advantage of it and they have mentors to let you know, let you know how to handle things, let you know how to stay focused. And when they see you're on the right track, they'll do everything they can to make your business successful. And I thank God for this score. It has well, made a big difference. Well, shout out to the Savannah Office of SCORE. And that is uh, the president when I was in Savannah was Michael Siegel. In fact, they were in the office that I actually worked in. I'm not sure if your son told you that, mm -hmm. but I am delighted to hear the testimonial that you are actually receiving the assistance that you need to get your business where you want to go from that resources that is right in your own back door. That's and right. shout out to... Mayor Van Johnson 
for advocating on the behalf of small business owners in Savannah, Georgia, with a particular emphasis on minority small business owners, which is my heartbeat too. So very good. I'm so delighted to hear that. I also heard you say that you have the ability, the distinct ability to take nothing and turn it into something. That's right. (laughs) Girl, high five to you. I'm like, OMG. And I wanted to ask you, I'm certain our audience is also thinking like, what are some of the products that you actually produce? You mentioned reefs, um, but what else? What are uh, some of the other personalized uh, crafts that you create? Well, um, coming up, after the holidays, I will be working on Mother's Day, Father's Day, and I usually do cassages. And this year, I'm stepping out and crocheting my cassages because I know they last a long time. And I just feel this is going to be something different. So, and after that, um, we're going into Easter and we're going into St. Patrick's Day. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do for St. Patrick's Day, but I got pretty good ideas of the things that I've seen young people like. And I'm kind of focusing on them this year with St. Patrick's Day. And with Easter, I have a basket, the same basket that we see at the fruit stands where they have different fruits in it. I brought a basket and I brought it home and I kept looking at this basket and I say, what can I do with this basket? I actually made a bunny out of this basket. I will fill it up with grass and put different gifts in it. And not only was it used for Easter, it was also used for baby showers. I will fill baby stuff in it and it's sitting in the middle of the table and everybody that came to the baby shower, where did that came from? Who made this? Um, Oh, this is so nice. Can you make me one? I say, I sure can. And not only that, but it's just so much I kind of put whatever holiday is coming, I put so much into that where I can work on something else because this is an everyday job and it's not easy. It takes time crocheting. It takes time developing. It takes time getting your stuff together. And I only use quality products. It's yeah. a little hard because of the financial part of it, but God always made a way for me. It was something that came up where I was able to get what I needed. And when I tell people what I'm doing, I will let them know during Easter time, I made baskets for children that might not have a basket, but they got a basket now and they can do whatever they want to do with it. After Easter is over, not only do I put candy in it, but I get permission from the family. Is it okay to put candy in it? because you got to be careful putting different stuff in the basket. So the basket was a big hit. I've checked in, how can I get it patent? I would love to get it patent. And that's in my near future is to get that basket patent because it's unique, it's different, and it lasts forever. So wow. that's what I'm doing right now. I got about four or five different projects um, that I'm working on. I'm taking a little break at the the holidays, but soon as the holidays is over, I'm right back at it again. Wow. I've been at it ever since uh, Mother's Day uh, when my family, my son and his wife decided to register my business. And when they did that, things just started flourishing for me. 
that was my Mother's Day gift, that my business finally was registered in the state of Georgia. So I haven't been able to put the needle down since then. I've been working so hard. Wow. So your children. And I, yeah. I wasn't looking to say, okay, this is going to work for me. I had 15 reefs to make from that time up until the end of December. And I end up doing over my limits with making because I couldn't put it down. Once wow. I got started, but then I say to myself, okay, we still got to do housework. We still got to clean up. We still got to read our Bibles. We still got to go to church. All this is a part of how you going to do it? How you going to do it? How are you going to make it successful and fit into your lifestyle? And there's a way to do it. If you truly, truly want to do it. That's a good question. That's a very good question. How do you make sure that you fulfill your obligations and still run your business? And I think that's another reason why you should certainly utilize the resources that are in your various communities, such as SCORE and the Small Business Development Center, and even even those that are with your loved ones that uh, are already in business. So I think it's absolutely beautiful that you took an opportunity that was presented to you was actually a gift and, and said, yes, because it takes courage to start a business. It is not for the faint at heart. That's right. That I, was, I was afraid. I was thinking, okay, um, I already know I can do this now, but can I really do this? Yeah. Yes, you can. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's certainly not to be taken lightly. It is a huge responsibility to do it, but I am certainly proud of you. And um, I know all of Savannah is as well. So one of Savannah's own Savannah native, Miss Janice Harrison. Created touch by Janice. L-L-C. Yeah. How does that feel when you say that creative touch by Janice LLC? It, it sounds wonderful because um, when I was sitting down at home one evening trying to think of a name that I really wanted to stand up, I kept looking at the different things that I made that's in my house. I said, I created something out of nothing. I said, that's it. That's the name of it. Created touch because it's my touch that make it comes to life. Wow. That is pretty phenomenal. That was an epiphany moment for you. Wow. How cool is that? Well, listen, we're going to celebrate on that note, Savannah, and we're going to be right back with you. want to remind you, you're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. Georgia voters will determine the future of the United States Senate with a runoff election on January 5th, 2021 for both U.S. Senators from Georgia. So you can vote in January. Then you need to vote in January. Registration and voting are both easy to do and are critical to preserving our democracy. The fate of the nation is in your hands. So vote on January 5th, 2021. How many times have you heard WRUU's corporate underwriting message? If you remember it, then your potential customers remember your message as well. We are offering this space to connect corporate and institutional partners with our loyal and active listeners. Underwriting on WRUU is short, so listeners don't tune out. It's exclusive, so your message won't be lost in advertising clutter. And it supports Savannah's only community radio station. 
For a marketing package to increase your reach beyond traditional media, email underwriting at wruu.org. And we're back. You're listening to another episode of Courageous Conversations with Sheree. And today I have the one, the only Miss Janice Harrison herself on the line with me, the owner of Creative Touch by Janice, LLC. My darling, are you still on the line with me? I am. Well, I am glad to hear it. At 65, you made a decision that you were going to do what your lovely mother encouraged you to do, enjoy life and enjoy your crafts. Right. Those were her words. And so far, I have done what my mom asked me to do because it showed me that I am enjoying life. Especially right now with everything's gone on. You can't focus too much on it because it will, you know, you hear so much of people getting depressed and getting so down and out of what's going on and it doesn't seem to be getting better. And when you have something else to kind of take your mind off it for a minute, you're concerned about what's going on. You're concerned about your family and there's so many people have left here and it's a reason why things happen and we might not understand why but when you got something that you really enjoy doing, you forget about it for just a moment. But we realize that it's still there. But sometimes, you know, you're doing things for not only yourself, but for other people as well. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's pretty amazing. I do want to underscore the fact that this is a a ripe age for you to get started in business, meaning it's never too late to get started. But I want you to speak to why it's important to have an open mind, particularly you came from a different generation. We are in a very technologically advanced environment and culture right now with Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and everybody's doing you know, we're on Zoom because of obviously we're still in the midst of a pandemic, but we all have room for improvement. So why don't you speak to how were you able at this stage in your life and season in your life to, now granted your children gifted you your business license. So that was one inspiration. You had the voice of your mom in your heart also motivating and empowering you, but you had to take that leap of faith and actually get in action and actually meet the challenge. So how were you able to keep an open mind? And what would you say to someone else that may be on the fence right now? Well, what I will say to them is never give up. When my son registered my business as a Mother Day gift to me, I was so shocked that this really is gonna happen. And I was excited because once it's registered, you're on your way. But you got to stay focused because there's so much that have to be, you know, there's so much that have to be done when you take that leap. And I'm saying, okay, I can do this. In my head, I kept saying, I can do this because this is what I really want to do. And if you really don't want to do it, you're wasting your time because you got to do taxes, you got, there's so much things that involve in a business. And don't think it's gonna be easy. Nobody never said they were gonna give us things on a silver platter. You're gonna have to work for it. 
you're going to have to work for it. You're going to have to put your time and effort in it. And you're going to have to put that time and effort aside. Because if I had children, small children, and a family right now to take care of, along with what I'm doing, I don't know if I'll be able to do it. Yeah. So you got to get everybody involved. My family got involved with me when they really saw that I was going to do this. You were serious. That's right. So they saw I, they saw that I was serious about creative touch. Yes, we're getting this. We're getting it going, and I'm gonna need help. Never turn down help because if it's for you, it's gonna work out. But always remember to give God thanks for whatever come your way, because. If you don't acknowledge him, it's not going to work out. Yeah. I'm not saying that because I feel that being religious, a lot of people, it's not religious, but I know what works for me. Right. You got to find out what works for you. I acknowledge God in everything I do. When I wake up in the morning, when I go to bed at night, in order for me to get up the next day to work on what I'm doing, I give God the praise for that. This is what it's going to take. It's hard work. It's just like working on a nine to five job. And if you are not prepared for it, you're wasting your time. So think about what you want to do. Think about how you're going to handle it. Right now, we're not able to, to get a building like we would love to, but that's okay. I use a part of my house in order to do my work. And that little small session that I have in my house, that's my little secret place I go to. Yeah. My part that I enjoy working. So it's a lot to do. And it's not easy just saying, well, I want to start my business. And what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? Get yourself together. Get your vision. Get your object together. Get your history together of how am I do this? And that's why Savannah Score came in. They gave me the different topics that we had to work on and, and see where I'm going to go at and see how this is going to benefit me. And everything that Ms. Z gave me, I checked it off. Okay, that fell right into place. Right. That fell right into place. My products. How am I going to get out there and let people know what I'm doing? Marketing, yeah. And that came from, that's where Facebook came from. And she knew that I didn't care that much for Facebook, I guess, because I'm a little bit older than somebody who stays on Facebook, like young people. And I, I had to like Facebook in order to share what I've done, because this was a way of people not around me are not living in Savannah to see what I've done and how they can go about purchasing it. And if they like for me to come to them, Hey, if you send me a ticket, I'm there. So it was people asking me, well, can I'm opening up an office. Are you available to come and help me? I am. So you have to let people know that this is what I'm doing. This is what's going to work for me. This is how a successful business take root. So it's so important to know what you're doing, how you're going to do it. And if this really for you. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. I think it's important, as you just stated, that we be true, meaning honest with ourselves first. 
but that we also uh, take responsibility and count the costs. I'm also a woman of faith and, you know, faith without works is it's it. It is of none effect. And so you got to get in action, right? It's one thing to say, talk about it. You got to be about it, right? And that's a ministry all by itself. Yeah, it is. It is indeed. But now you are the owner of your business. That's right. What does it feel like being your own boss? Give us what is a typical day in the life of Miss CEO of Creative Touch by Janice LLC. It feels great. One thing about it, I'm not clocking in a clock. <laughs> There's freedom. Come on. Okay. Freedom. I can I can decide when I want to work. I can decide when I don't want to work. And you know, it's just a great feeling that's inside you that nobody can take away. So you're feeling the satisfaction. That's a reward in itself. That makes it worth it. The long days, the short days, the unknown days, the days when things don't go necessarily as planned. And there will be those days in business. It's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. And so I want to pull in uh, my colleagues at SCORE and in that thought process of counting the cost and understanding the investment of your time and energy and effort to make this thing happen. You had to pivot in your thinking um, of thinking, oh, I don't want to do social media. I don't want to get on Facebook, you know, whatever our reasoning was with that to say, you know, people buy what they see. And so in order for them to see my product, I got to put it out there. That's right. And it felt good because for so long I gave everything away. But then I realized, you know, I'm still giving things away, even though I'm trying to sell it and make this a business. It's still in my heart to give somebody something that when, you know, when that spirit hits you to give that person that particular thing that you have made, it's still a joy in that. Yeah, yeah. In that, because when you truly want to give, you will know it. Well, you control that. Just like any of us, you control, you know, that, oh God, what is the word I want to use? Like, it's like an unction, you know, you know, when you feel like you feel that connection and you really want to sow into someone else's life, you know, to honor that in that moment. But I'm glad we brought up either giving it, gifting it or selling it. And there is a financial component to this, to having a business as well. And it is so important that as I stated before, that we count the cost. There is a cost of doing business. And I don't believe no one, like a marriage, you don't get married to get divorced. You certainly don't go into business to put up the close your business out sign. Like, you know, you know, we don't do that. My point is there is a cost. You have to price your products appropriately. So was uh, SCORE helpful to you with even pricing your products? They were because um, sometime I was a little low and, you know, my mentor kept saying to me, well, you want to see the benefit of what you're doing and you also want to get a profit of what you're doing. And she said, you know what? If it was left up to you, you give it all away. Give it all away. <laughs> I, I know it. I know. I know your personality. You're. We're mirroring each other. I know your heart is so into what you're doing 
This is so much more than you, Miss Janice. This is really a part of your mom still being alive with you. Oh, yes. You're, you're, I know it is. You're yeah. right. You're yeah, right. I can see it. I can see it all over your face. It's actually an emotional connection for you. And so you want to keep that, that alive, that part of her alive. And that part of her comes alive through you and now through your business. But mommy will tell you, sweet pea, we're going to price this, baby. We're not giving this away. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what she was saying. And I understand that, but I always feel, well, you know what? You have what you say. Whatever come out your mouth, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, so. certainly God is God is certainly in it. I can I can feel that, and I know you're a very genuine person. Um, this is my first time having a face to face with you, but I know you mean that. Like you will give it away. But we're here to have people. Iron sharpens iron, right? And so <laughs> the areas where we're we may not be sure of, we have the mentors at Score to help us in a practical sense. It's you were talking about the material. It takes material to create the products that you're creating. So from that concept alone, you just do the math. How much did it cost you, right? In supplies alone to create whatever it was. And then you uh, add in the value that you bring to this because without you, the product, I mean, sorry, the material is just material. It is not the finished product. Then you have to consider the time and effort and energy that you devoted to creating whatever your products were and the talent, right? <laughs> Years and generations of talent. And th this is something that you can't rush with. You have to take your time to make it creative. And listen, listen, listen. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm going to um, object right there because <laughs> someone who didn't care or doesn't care about what they produce, I think they could just create anything. That's not who you are. You care about what you're producing. And I see love in that, affection, but I also see excellence. And so you're, I don't think that you would just produce anything and put it out there for sale. That's a representation of you. No, 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 you're right. And um, maybe that wasn't the right word I was looking for. But I, um, whenever I make something, I just want to make it different. I want to make it um, not like somebody else very unique in order for me to make those wreaths a friend of mine taught me how to make that wreath yeah and I, just, I love her to death she's not here anymore but every time i make a wreath i think of her and that was my best friend miss estelle cavina oh. she taught me how to make that wreath and i changed it around totally because i couldn't take the rightful owner of that I, I was only shown how to do it and do it my way. And that's what I did. And yeah. it came out so beautiful in order for me to be able to take the rights of it to say, this is mine. I had to make it different from the way it yeah. originally Yeah. But I thank her today for having patience with me. And I only wish she was here today to see what I have accomplished. I think she sees it in spirit for sure. But that was my point, that you are putting out quality products for your customers. And I think it's important that our listeners understand that you take great pride, but also joy. There's an abundant 
of joy that you take in creating your products in your crafts? It's just certain materials that I need and that I work with only. I only use red heart yarn. I can't use anything else because of my allergies. And the red heart doesn't bother me at all. And that's the only material that I use when it comes to making a wreath. And it takes a lot to make that. It takes over eight skeins of yarn. And it takes also the straw that goes in the part of that. So if you go to Facebook and pull me up, Created Touch by Janice, LLC, you will see the different wreaths that are displayed there. We, we had Thanksgiving, we had Christmas, and it was a really big hit. So what does it feel like to be financially independent now? One thing to work for a business or a corporation for 30 years, now you're on your own with your brand new business and making coin. <laughs> but it's okay because the light is still shining. I hear you, loud and clear. So it's yeah. okay. And when I was working, that was, that was a joy of my life because not only was I a PCT, I did everything there was to do at the hospital. I wanted to be a nurse because I cared about people. People was my thing. And I went as far as everything there was to do. I even learned how to do mammograms. I digitized films. You name it, Miss Janice knew how to do it. My last thing was I was the one who drew blood. Uh, I was a little afraid of it, but I said, you know what, God, I can do this. I can do this. And when my 30 years came, I said, well, now it's my time to do what I always wanted to do, my crafts. And that's what I've been doing, my crafts. Well, I'm glad you stayed true to you. I do. I am. I think we're all better for that. And you certainly have been an inspiration to me and our listening audience today. I'm sure that SCORE and your mentor Z is proud of you and uh, that you even just took in what they actually exist to do is to create more small business owners. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. They're not going to stray you wrong. They're going to put you on the right path. And that's good. All you have to do is listen and make sure you write down everything. And every time I did something that she gave me, I will check it off. Yeah. I said, okay. And all that is still in my head today. Because if I had to get in front of young people or older people and let them know, take advantage of what your city have to offer, because you never know where your blessings going to come from. Yeah. Yeah. But I hear more than receiving a blessing. You are certainly here to be a blessing. And I think you're doing that. So in your desire to start your own business, now you are basically a champion of an organization that's been around for a very long time. I think it's still one of the best kept secrets in Savannah, Georgia. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the uh, ironic thing about it is when I went to church on last Sunday, um, the bishop said uh, he acknowledged that there were many entrepreneurs in the audience. Correct. I cleaned that because I felt I was one of them. And I said, God, I thank you because I really feel this is 
my calling and, and I'm on my way. Yeah. I just ask that you give me strength to have good health and to do the things that I need to do and acknowledge where it all came from. And everything seemed to be coming into place. He even uh, said there will be people that I don't know will come to me and help me. And, you know, it's true. Um, just like you, I never knew anything about you. And you have made a difference in my life. See, it was worth staying up all night. <laughs> I, am, I am certainly excited and delighted for this opportunity. You know, I do want you to, to really talk about uh, something that you said earlier. I didn't want to forget it before we get off. We we're wrapping up like the last five minutes today, but you said something about not having a building and I don't think that you need it. Here's why I say that. We have, we have all on a global scale have had to pivot our businesses, right? If we were showing up in an office space, the world basically was shut down and we were home and our home became the school. It became the nursery or the daycare. It became our office as well, right? And so with that being said, I often take into in a, in account the mistakes that this entrepreneur made when I first decided to transition and leave um, my career in banking to start my own business. And the first mistake, Miss Janice, I made was opening a glamorous office on the corner of Main Street, decking it out. I staged it with $5,000 in antique furnishings. Oh. And, and that was not all. Here's the, the foolish mistakes I made. And I do this on purpose so that other people avoid thinking that they need to do it exactly a certain way just because someone else did it that way. Don't think like that. Do the math. That's and what right. I did was, the, the whole point of this was, yes, I did the, the full ribbon cutting with my chamber of commerce. I did it all, okay? And I really flushed like 12 grand down the drain. Mm. so fast so fast and I'll tell you what wh why I should not have done that was because my target audience and I know you've probably had this conversation with your mentor my target audience didn't physically come to me in my office space I went to them at their businesses to offer my services and support okay so there was no need for the office right and now that we have had to pivot in this um, pandemic, everybody's really essentially online for social distance reasons, so forth. So you can all day long, all night long, post your products for oh, people yeah. to see. And it's not costing you one dime right. to have a fancy office somewhere for what? That's, a, that's right. And you know what? Um, what makes it so special? My mom and dad gave me the house. Oh, wow. And my siblings couldn't understand why I wanted to keep this house because it needs so much work done to it. I said, that's okay. I said, if it takes me forever to fix it up, that's fine. I said, but it's a reason I need to be in this house. I got a section in it that I use for my business. And slowly things is going to work out with this house because this is the reason why I had to keep it. I said that if I decide to sell it, I'll sell it but I don't want to sell it. I want to just sit in my chair, in my easy chair, in my corner and do my crafts. Yeah, you're happy. 
joy out of doing that. And you're happy. And that's okay. that's enjoying your life. I think that was your mother's wish for that's you. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. So stay true to you. Any last words you want to leave with our audience today? I just want to say never give up on your dreams. Um, there will be times when you want to hold on to them because the reward comes at the very end when you've done what you wanted to do and you feel that joy that spread all over the world. And that's what's going to happen with me. I'm sending stuff all over the world. I'm sharing stuff all over the world. And people are actually looking at it. And I thank everybody for sharing everything they did with Created Touch. I really do. Because if it wasn't for you, nobody will get to see it. Right, right. Yeah, that's part of it. You're, that's marketing all day long. And you know, I just want to recap that you said holidays, uh, other events like baby showers. Uh, you also mentioned senior citizens. You said that there was an appreciation for items that were handmade versus store bought. I was just curious, do you find that seniors appreciated more than the younger generation? Have you found or identified your target audience or, uh, or not? Well, you know what? It seems to vary. Um, from young to old, okay, feel good because I, I'm getting a little of everybody, how they feel about things, how they want things. Well, I enjoy the older people more than anything. Um, they appreciate things more than young people and they keep everything. <laughs> I have made things that I've taken to a certain nursing home and I know today they still have it. Right. Oh, I know that lady there. She made me this and she made me that. And that made me feel good. But I just hate you can't go there like you used to could go because they appreciate anything you do for them. They do. And when they can't see people or get contact with people, not only their family, but outside of their family, they enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, one nugget for you to consider, it's certainly just a recommendation or a suggestion that your, the younger generation may be your bread and butter, meaning mm -hmm. they have the buying power for the products. I believe that generation will give you um, sometimes some very strong feedback to improve yourself, which is always beneficial. It will help you stay relevant to what they're, they like. Um, stay fresh and creative however you have this part of you that loves giving as well and there is a great um, love for seniors as well you may want to look at having um, a philanthropic or charity type to your business where you give back maybe that's a portion of your products and services oh, to yeah. the elderly where you can write that off and certainly score and the rest of your mentors can assist you with exploring that opportunity because for you, you do appreciate the gratitude around your efforts and you like serving that particular audience. So there's ways to structure this where you can still feel like you're being true to who you are at your core and meeting your goals and, ob and your objectives. So just a little bit of my own um, impromptu coaching <laughs> to you and I hope that you would 
certainly explore those opportunities with uh, your mentors at SCORE. And it's been an absolute pleasure having you on with me today. Savannah, that is Ms. Janice Harrison, the owner, founder, excuse me, and owner of Creative Touch by Janice LLC. We want to remind you that the viewpoints expressed in the preceding program were not necessarily those of WRUU, its staff, or its license holder. And until next week, bye-bye. <music>